Today, my name is Bradley Wadiski. I'm the president of the PNC board at Kerbel Public School, and we're here to raise funds today specifically for Kerbel. And we're here selling raffle tickets right now, and we're offering a prize of two people in a balloon flight, Byron Bay ballooning. And then we have over here from the Crystal Castle a $200 gift voucher, and also a bun coffee hamper worth $100. So we're pretty excited and the response has been absolutely overwhelming. So we've been really, really happy. And when does this draw take place? It'll be our fate, which is coming up on June 14th. I hope you can all make it. We'll be drawn on that day and we'll be announcing the winner of the, of the draw then. And what sorts of things do you need the money for at the Kuribel School? Actually, for a copy machine, which is quite expensive. It's about $10,000, if you can believe that, just for a copy machine. And we're going, yeah, that's what we said. I go, are you serious? But actually, they do that much in the school, and it's a big school. There's about 104 children. So they use it all the time, and we thought that would be a good uh, fundraising. Do you have kids at the school? Of course I do. His name's Bo. Hi, Bo. It's Daddy on radio. <laughs> Hope you're well, buddy. Yeah, his name's Bo Byron, of course. He's in grade uh, two, three. And what's happening on the fate day on the 14th of June? Oh, it's going to be exciting. It's a 70s groovy fate day. So everyone's going to be decked out in their best. We'll have the mirror ball up, of course. We'll have 70s music going all day. And we'll have a circuit of things to do for the kids, including a flying fox, including a slingshot contest, pop the balloons, it goes on and on and on. And of course, there'll be all the good eats that every fate has. So we'll have an array of beautiful food and of course, some of the best coffee on the planet. Where do we get tickets from for the raffle if we don't find you at the markets? All over actually, Molumbimbi, so the farmer's market on Friday. But just look out for us, and worst comes to worst, just call us up and we'll tell you where, to, where, you, where you can find them. Good morning, good morning. Lovely to see you again. I've been around the world and back again since I saw you last, birthing in Bali supporting natural birthing with the indigenous women there who were forced to go into hospitals and the death rate was awful. So now there's a beautiful thing, Robin Lim, who works with just support in a natural way. She's off in Philippines as well, setting up birth centers in those ways. But my business that called me strongly back here was Bentley, which was a wonderful opportunity to see the whole community coming together. It wasn't just stopping the earth, it was an opportunity to live in community. And when the message came through, it's very interesting. We were speaking of prophecies, and at this time, there's some indigenous elders that say there will be a time when the Rainbow Region is reclaiming its rightful use of a gathering place of harmony for all people, from all colors of the rainbow. And they feel Bentley was one of those moments. 
And on that moment, we were sitting in meditation and we'd actually put out on Facebook the day before, this is an especially auspicious moment. And I said, well, that's a bit over the top, especially an auspicious. They said, no, no, let's continue. This is an especially auspicious moment. And it was. At 5.16, we were sitting in meditation, which is known as Wesak, the Buddha moon, the crack between the worlds. From the fixed water sign of Scorpio moon, the passion, to the fixed earth of Taurus, Venus rules the heart, the compassion of the earth. So somehow, whatever, at this point in time, someone turns to me who is holding the gas field rep saying, would you say something? I'd been speaking around the fire the night before and I said, yes, at this perfect time of alignment, it's an opportunity for us to come into alignment. This is the most auspicious moment. Ding-a-ling-a-ling, the phone went. And it was Nan Nicholson's phone. Nan Nicholson started Terrania Creek 40 years ago. And her daughter, who was there, was three years old at the time, with a, a three-year-old as well. And somehow there was one of those moments when we were all gobsmacked, stopped in the dawning, going, oh, presence. It was a very transformational moment. And it radiated out to the community because the whole community had been connection. For me, it was wonderful to see what we've sort of dreamt about, the possibility that we can in here, friends were meditating or just giving it their loving conscious attention in Byron and people were standing there and living day to day in the body and somehow that context was the moment for a very much recognition of we are one, honour the unity of our community, here we are, love prevails and the police just melted away, the ten million dollar riot force just disappeared and here we are celebrating and there was such joy in that. So I'm here because this land calls me back. After all, what happens here does go out on the song lines across Australia where the first light people Sometimes it's been seen as a gathering in the Garden of Eden. And I honour that here we are today, people from all countries, from all nations, come back to celebrate the possibility of come home and live the life of being in the Garden of Love. Uh, my name is Paul Nimbali, and we're standing in Byron Bay Farmers Market. I uh, work at Jan Bung Gardens, Permaculture College of Australia. How long have you been out there? Uh, three years now. I basically look after building support, so plumber, electrician and carpenter, and also teach permaculture as sustainable catastrophe management. Ooh, can you elaborate a little bit on that sustainable catastrophe management? I think we need some of that in the world. Uh, we, well, we certainly do. Unfortunately. Yeah, well, I've, I sort of got with, into permaculture back in 1995 with Bill Mollison. So he asked me to research permaculture and promote it as sustainable emergency management we called it then but being 20 years down the track and no one listening it's certainly going to be a catastrophe before unfortunately people start to listen so if people don't know about permaculture most people think it's gardening all about gardening but if you delve into our designers manual you'll see in the last chapter a whole chapter on how we can work socially together and there's a bioregional map in there that shows us how we can organize and support each other in a supportive universe model so that's what I promote in a catastrophe context. And you've got something happening out in the gardens coming up soon. Tell us about that. Yeah, it's our 20th anniversary that since Rob and Francis started the lovely Jambung Gardens. It was a cow paddock 20 years ago. So everyone can come along next weekend. I think it's the 8th, 9th and 10th. Just want to check that maybe. 
of June and it's a three-day event this year. We've got Costa coming from, everyone know Costa from Gardening Australia. He'll be there for three days. We've got a fancy dress parade on the Saturday, line-up of bands. It's going to be a great weekend. Anyone that's interested in permaculture, come along. People go to permaculture.com.au, they'll find our website and be able to get the whole schedule of what's going on. And how has the land out there developed to what it is now? What, what will we find when we get there? Oh, it's, it's a fully functional training college. So we have up to 20 students we can accommodate and they'll train there for certificate three for nine months, certificate four they're here for 12 months and diploma students stay with us for a year and a half and live on site. So we have three railway carriages set up for the student accommodation, a beautiful hexagonal shaped natural earth teaching room and the whole five acres is set up as a display teaching centre. Come on you mob, if you guys want to get serious on how you can get organised and cooperate and design with the planet, come and learn about permaculture. Come down to Jan Bung Gardens. I'm Mike and we're sitting here at the lovely Byron Bay markets on a, on a Thursday morning. We're doing a few things with Bentley at the moment. Post Bentley, you know, the, the, the marvellous success that Bentley was at having McGasco's petroleum export licence suspended, and we now suspect that McGasco won't be able to come back for it. It'll take them at least a year to come back on that licence. So it's a big victory, but the job's not done. So there's a number of different things happening. So many different groups have, have formed out of the Bentley experience. You know, we now all have the imprint of, of success and we carry that energy and imprint with us and spread it out to other actions. So groups have gone out to the Laird State Forest, groups have gone up to um, Murumbong to protect the forests up there, a group has gone down to the Blue Mountains to help the, uh, support the protection effort down there. We're forming a group based out of, or in and around Lismore, called Protectors of Country, who are looking at taking a lawful perspective on what's going on there. So during the, during the Bentley protection effort, the Bentley blockade, we served a number of legal notices on the New South Wales police and government, both from a white fella and a black fella perspective. And we have processes in place that we're following up with those notices to basically protect the Northern Rivers as a start. So to stop any coal seam gas happening in the Northern Rivers again, and then in New South Wales and then in Australia. And we're making these things into templates so that it can be used for anything and hopefully anything any, anywhere in the world. Anything that threatens to damage the environment, these processes can be used to protect them. So that's, that's pretty exciting and that's, that's what we're working on. The reason I'm here at the markets this morning is that we're meeting with a barrister to discuss starting a class action against the government and against McGasco for their abuse of essentially what is an abuse of power and their willingness to damage the environment, to damage the future for us all. So this is a very much a, a multi-pronged effort, but also a, a combined effort from all parties, from the hippies, from the farmers, from the black fellas, from the white fellas, from the corporates, from the mums, from the dads, from the knitting nanas, from the kids, from, from, from everyone. One of the beautiful things that came out of Bentley was a united, cohesive community. You know, so many passionate people focused on a, you know, on a single goal just supporting and helping each other it was you know everyone I spoke to was saying you know that was something that they kind of felt that they missed in their day-to-day -day life so to support the energy of that uh, to help integrate that into day-to-day -day life and to support the memory of it um, we've set up a Facebook page called Bentley Moments so if you go to it's a Facebook group actually so if you go to Facebook and just type in Bentley Moments a Facebook group will, will pop up and that just enables you to share anything you like you know 
words, pictures, videos of you know what you experienced and what you found uh, amazing and inspiring about Bentley. And I think that was one of the inspirations of Bentley too, was it was not so much a protest, but it was a group of people creating culture and creating the future in the way they wanted to see it.